What if your darkest fears took living form? Twisting and growing until they corrupted your mind and made you act as if everyone around you was only the worst possible version of themselves. Is there any way to fight such a monster? We'll find out what courage looks like just after this. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Fred Greenhold, your host of Undertow, Realm's podcast delving into the weird and the wicked. I'm also the creator of the series we're experiencing, The Well. Carlo's dark magic took the greatest gift, a mother's love, and turned it into a powerful weapon to use against Lizzie. Lizzie has been literally swallowed by the brainworm, and her friends Kyle and Garrett are now in the paralyzing thrall of despair. We'll learn if courage can overcome one's worst self as we delve back into The Well. Far away from Thay, there's a different spell being cast. This one in the hospital room where Lizzie's grandma, Nora, lays unconscious. Aunt Debbie sits at Nora's bedside, where Cherie should be waiting instead, if she hadn't been tricked into going to Thay. Aunt Debbie leans over and tries to get a new brainworm growing in Grandma Nora's head. Nora, let me tell you a story. It's a scary one. It begins with your granddaughter, Lizzie. She follows that old goat you kept around over into the land of Fay. The goat does his best to show the kid around, and the kid, being from the line of Greenway, manages to survive being in Fay. She even gains a few magical parlor tricks, enough to build up her confidence to make her feel like she can fight my brother. She feels emboldened because she can hear the voice of her mom, Cherie. You know, your one and only daughter, 
The one who Carlo almost killed that time? Are you wondering why she's not here with you? Why, it was nothing at all to get her to leave you. All I had to do was make her worry about sweet little Lizzie. Who can resist their mother's voice? It worked for Cherie, didn't it? She swore she would never come back here, but she came back for you. Then, setting the rest of this into motion was the easiest thing. Your granddaughter let me in, Nora. And then your little Greenway spells were no longer any good. Oh, there are so many ghosts in that house. They got in line trying to figure out how to help me. All it took was one little push. Gravity did the rest. Back in Faye, Kyle and Garrett try ferociously to stop Lizzie as she careens through the labyrinth. Lizzie, slow down! Lizzie! Mistress Lizzie! Garrett, what's going on? It's like she's possessed! She said she's hearing the voice of her mother. But what if it's what if it's not? What if it's, it's the mother brainworm? Ah! Lizzie! weapons, but one of its most powerful is hopelessness. If it cannot twist your brain around to being on its side, it will take your mind, which knows it should fight the infected idea and make it feel like it cannot. It makes it feel like fighting isn't worth it. It makes you forget about the things that make you strong and focus only on the things that make you weak taking away your will to fight and your ability to move. And now it's cast its spell on Kyle and Garrett. I'm sorry, Mistress Lizzie. I wanted to save you, but I'm no good. I'm just a new, good weasel, good for nothing but double crosses and petty schemes and getting my friends hurt. I tried, Lizzie, but I told you... I'm no good. I'm tired. I'm old. Carlo is too powerful. You should have stayed away from here. We should have hidden. (gasps) There's no way we can beat it, Kyle. We should just stay here. Uh, Eventually the goblins will come and kill us, and that's that's what we deserve. Just like the no-good weasel that I am. Lizzie made friends with me and I couldn't keep up my end of the bargain. A good friend wouldn't... (laughs) What? 
Juan Weasel. Look. Look. Look at Oh. Oh, he's... Lizzie's magic wand. Do you remember? She almost died getting that wand. And now, because of us, she's really going to die. Made it out of the real heartstone and everything. Heart... Heartstone. The heartstone flashes almost red for just a moment before fading again. But in his depths of despair, Kyle can almost feel something. I'm such an old useless goat. If I wasn't so tired, I could... Maybe I could connect with it. I... I could you use it. You can't ask me to do it. I'm just a lousy weasel. You're a weasel with an enchanted sword. What does that have to do with anything? Say we were brave enough to go for the stone. We're not. But, 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 but hypothetically, you could use your sword, touch the heart stone, and connect it with me. There might be a, a magic circuit. And... What would the magic do? Remind us how useless we are. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's too much of a bother. Better to let ourselves die. Better to die down here than to live in the world Carlos tried to create. That's right. I don't like him. Maybe I should. I should try. Oh, but it's so much work. Work? You complain about work. At least your work is worth a dingle. I'm just a no-good cutthroat. Well, I'd rather be a cutthroat than an impotent unicorn. (laughs) At least you have all your parts. At least you had parts worth having in the first place. Oh, it's time to sleep. Agreed. It's hard to sleep with that heartstone glowing, isn't it? The heartstone. The heartstone. Yes. Just my mind is so heavy, hard to lift it enough to to focus, focus on heartstone. She did call me her friend. That was nice. Even if I didn't deserve Heart. it. Stone. What was Lizzie said? With the Queen. The, the Queen. Something happened. Uh, something something about a, a, a worm? worm? I think a, a worm. A, a, a worm got in. Got in. in, in two. Her, her brain. Into her brain. The, the, the thing got into her, right? Even the, the, the queen of the fairies couldn't... What, what, couldn't. what, what about the queen of fairies? Oh, it's just the, the, the worm it got into her. The worm, what? The, the brain worm got into her. The queen. The, the worm got into the queen of fairy. Meaning, who... Even in, even the queen is susceptible. The the queen is, then it, it 
Is it so bad that that a weasel would... And a goat! Lizzie! Our friend! Needs our help! Yes! We we should do something, shouldn't we? Reach for it, Garrett. Hold my stump. Hold my stump in one hand and... Oh, my stump! What a useless excuse for a unicorn! I... No, no. And reach with your sword. Connect us. She she trusted me. She did what I told her, went into a wyvern cave and was almost eaten. Garrett, quickly, focus. Okay, there's no point, but I may as well try. Now! Kyle's persistence pays off as Garrett at length touches the heartstone with the tip of his enchanted fey blade, setting off a magical current that rocks through the sword, through Garrett and into Kyle, through the stump of his magical horn. The power of this magic is so powerful that for a brief moment, they can speak directly to the fey queen herself. You do have meaning, dear Kyle and Garrett. Your meaning is thus. Stop the Queen Worm before she aids Carlo in destroying everything we hold dear. Be braver than we fairies. Wow! Wow! I feel delightful! The Hearthstone! It it told me the truth! Same here! I am awesome! And do you know why I'm awesome, Kyle? I'm awesome because I am Lizzie's friend! Oh my god, that's it. My fortune is a friend. Yes, which means we need to hurry. We need to save her. Oh, oh, right, right, true that. Let's move it, Kyle. Kyle? Lizzie was wrong. It's not that I'm not scared, it's that I've learned that even if I am scared, I still can fight for what's right. Yes. I think I forgot that for a little while. And now hopefully it's not too late. One way to find out. Onward! Yeah! Now, the scene is Carlo's court, where the highest legion of goblin wizards and warriors await the arrival of the mother brainworm and Carlo's sacrifice. Lizzie. Ah, Mother. Nice to see you. You look well fed. The Mother Brainworm slithers to the center of the room, where the goblins have left strange symbols in a spiral pattern. Carlo strides down from the Goblin King's throne and greets her. The Brainworm is angry. What do you mean you're keeping her? We have a deal. You are nothing without me, worm. Remember that. You were stuck in the unimaginative brains of the lowest rung of goblins before I devised a plan to infect all of the goblin kingdom. Never forget, we have a deal. The brainworm barfs Lizzie up and out onto the floor. Good girl. Good girl. Ah, 
Ah, you, my darling grandniece. So nice to finally meet you. Bittersweet, though, as it will be a short reunion. You is the oh. Pardon me. I couldn't hear you. Wait. Is that is that you weeping like a little girl? Such a shame. I thought you were a strong Greenway, capable of fighting bad dark magic. But Lizzie wasn't crying. She was getting ready to clean the warm snot out of her nose. Oh, you, you, dirty, dirty, dirty little girl! Silence! The goblins all shut up and Carlo returns his glare to Lizzie. Finally, she gets a good look at him, and she can't quite understand what she's looking at. On the one hand, she knows he's the age her grandfather would be if he was still alive, but he doesn't look any older than her mom. At least not at first. If you look at him ever so slightly sideways, the old man inside him peeks through. It's the old man part of him that makes him dress as he does, in a night black cloak and a grand top hat. It's the old man part that makes him lean on a dragon head cane, even though he seems too young to need one. The old man part of him looks like it could be nice, a nice old man you might meet at church. But the look in his face is not nice, not at all. I would threaten you with a despicable end, you miserable little girl. Except I don't need to threaten. All I need to do is promise, and it will be a promise soon kept. You see the circle you lay on now, mm-hmm. where my dear mother Brainworm has deposited you. This circle will serve as our fairy ring this evening. A ring that will soon be carved out of your blood. Your blood, spilled from this horn. Carla swings up the dragon head cane and Lizzie realizes it's not a normal cane at all. It's the horn of a unicorn. Kyle's horn! What started must be finished, Lizzie. Your grandfather tried to interfere. Your mother chickened out. But unseemly events have a way of reaching their conclusion. Debts passed down across generations. And I have come at last to collect. Grand Vizier! Yes, Master Carlo. It's time to prepare the sacrifice. (laughs) Do you ever wonder who's looking over your shoulder when you're exploring the web? Do you want to keep tracking cookies, curious websites, and your internet service provider from sniffing out too much about your browsing activity? What about gaining the ability to virtually travel to different parts of the world and reshape your internet experience? Well, Enter NordVPN. NordVPN protects your internet privacy and lets you go borderless. You can experience sporting events and entertainment that aren't available in your region. When you're on the go, NordVPN protects your data while accessing public Wi-Fi, and in tandem with the Nord Threat Protection Service, protects you from malicious downloads, viruses, and phishing sites. Best of all, this protection is laser fast, so avoid buffering and lagging while streaming or gaming, and stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling. 
If you've never used a VPN before, you may be surprised how much your internet experience is shaped by what country of origin you're believed to be from. I've actually had quite a bit of fun using NordVPN as a learning tool with my kids. We change around our virtual location, go to different countries, revisit familiar websites from a new country of origin and see how things are different. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, your NordVPN account can be used on up to six devices. So why wait? Get the best discount off your NordVPN plan by going to nordvpn.com slash undertow. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. And there's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash undertow. Hi there. If you're a fan of Undertow, I know you love immersive entertainment. And let's be real, as much as we all love podcasts, nothing is quite the same as going out to see a movie in the theater, the experience of being with friends, getting your popcorn, and the sheer impact of the visual and sound experience exactly as the filmmakers intended. If you crave that experience, then Regal Unlimited just makes sense. Regal Unlimited is the all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass that pays for itself in just two visits. See any 2D movie anytime with no blackout dates or restrictions. And when you want to watch a movie in a premium format like 4DX, IMAX, RPX, or ScreenX, your Regal Unlimited membership gets you into those premium experiences at reduced cost. And you'll save not just on tickets, you save on snacks with 10% off all non-alcoholic concession items. So if you're planning to see just two movies this month, you need to join Regal Unlimited. Sign up now in the Regal app or on rigmovies.com. That's R-E-G movies.com slash unlimited. Rigmovies.com slash unlimited. Sign up for Regal Unlimited using code undertow24 and earn 10% off a three-month subscription. Regal Unlimited, the all-you-can-watch movie subscription, pays yourself in just two visits. Sign up now. Code undertow24. Lizzie's friends rush to save her, leaping two, three steps at a time, hoping and praying they're not too late. Why did they build this castle so deep in the ground? Would you stop squeaking and run, Garrett? One foot in front of the other one. Foot, one, foot, and... Oh, I really need to learn a different song. Oh, here we are. The spiral staircase from the cursed labyrinth ends in a large hallway. Garrett puts their hand on the pummel of their enchanted sword. <laughs> All right, time to storm the throne room. What? Well, how? Well, there's the trail of the brainworm sludge. It leads us right to it. But the problem is not getting into the throne room. The problem is, is that it's full of goblins. Well, bully for us. Oh. Look, every guard, every mage, every goblin in the entire castle is in there. Which means that we, as undesired interlopers, are unlikely to get very far. <laughs> well, haven't you seen my magical sword yet? Yes, it's a most impressive magic blade. Will it really get us past several hundred goblin guards? Only one way to find out. <laughs> Even if we did, it's only going to help us so much, Garrett. What we really need to do is to get the Hearthstone wand back into Lizzie's hand. And why is that? The Hearthstone creates a magic truth mirror. The only thing that can truly hurt the brain worm. We need to get it to Lizzie somehow. Uh, we stand here dickering while Lizzie faces certain death from her evil... Psst. Over here. What? Uh, huh. What's that? Oh, it's a... Goblin, I'll show you! Yikes! I mean you no harm. Please, put your sword away. You can't stop us from saving Lady Lizzie. Not you or a hundred goblin guards. Nay, not a thousand. Now, put up your pike. Let's dance the sword fighters dance. No, stop. I don't want to fight you. Don't... What? 
Kyle, I fear this goblin is trying to get me to let down my guard. <laughs> let me get a good look at you. Garrett, I, I'm not seeing a brainworm in this one. Then why are they trying to stop us and defend the treasonous warlock? I was hiding in the hallway, and I overheard what you were talking about. You're right. Every grown-up goblin in the place is in there. Don't stop me! I'll go in, I'll slice, dice, and stab my way through, and I'll grab Mistress Lizzie! No, please, don't. My dad is in there, and my friends. They didn't mean for it to go this far. All the same, they stand with Carlo, do they not? They are enemies to Faye and, more importantly, my friend Lizzie. No. Get out of my way. There's another way to do this. I've heard enough! Oh, shh! Garrett! The remains of the last war are what left the food for the brain worm to begin with. We don't need to start another one. No, no, no. no. We're listening. I heard you saying that you needed to get something to the girl they took in there. I can do that. No way. How? They never pay attention to me. I'm invisible to them. The grown-ups never pay attention to what kids are doing. It's, it's how I've survived this long. I don't like it. Oh, uh, what don't you like? You're going to give the magic heartstone wand to a goblin? Please, I can help. I don't think we have a choice, Garrett. There's always a choice. I want to kill the brainworm more than anybody. Things have been wrong here in Goblinland my whole life. I know it can be different if, if we could just get rid of that thing. Please let me help. This jabberwocking has sure been fun, but if you'll please excuse me... Let's do it. What? Kyle! Give the kid a chance! And if it's a trap... Well, we'll be no more dead than if we stormed in with blades in the first place. Are you ready to do this? Yes. Thank you. I won't let you down. Oh, I highly doubt that. Lizzie's friends hope their plan will go fast enough because even as they speak, Carlo has pinned Lizzie to the ground and asking the Grand Vizier, his second in command, to start the spell that will create a permanent gate from our world to the world of Fae. A spell which ends with stabbing Lizzie through the heart. Grand Vizier, start the ceremony. Yes, Master Carlo. Circles are the power that drive Fae. All things pass in circles. Time, lives, history. All things can be understood by understanding their position on the circle. Unless, of course, they're in three dimensions. Come on, come on! The, the circle is perfect. Except at certain times, where the circles of other worlds come close to Fey and nudge the turning of our worlds ever so. And at these turnings, gateways may be opened. Not just a crack, like what happens when creatures steal away through the Fey trees. <laughs> but a passage through which great armies may ride. <laughs> Oh, mighty dragons! Oh. It is a thing of legend that it is possible to open one of these great gateways forever, to cut a hole between worlds and pass through freely. To do such a thing requires a warlock of incredible talent and a powerful sacrifice. 
the blood of a child and the horn of a unicorn. At last, at last indeed, great master. Carlo walks to Lizzie, grinning the man who should be her doting granduncle, and now intends to murder her. Why? He stops. Why? The unicorn horn is imbued with the essential magic of the beast, especially in a younger unicorn where the rate of growth is strong, and the chemical nature of children's blood is known to... Oh! Oh! Why? You were wondering, why? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why would your blood kin want to spill one of their own? I suppose I could tell you it was because of the beatings. I was the youngest child, the runt of the litter, and mother hit me because my daddy hit her. Was that it, or was it because of the jealousy? Oh, your smug line always walked about town so much better than us, with all your gifts from the Fae. Well, our family's farm had cursed ground and fallow fields. Perhaps that was it. <laughs> I suppose we'll never know. That's the problem with family secrets. No, 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 no! Carla raises the horn high above Lizzie's head, and she struggles to move, but she can't. She thinks, oh, if only there was some kind of calm in her head that would work. But her mind won't focus. It's racing too hard. Lizzie's eyes dart around looking for something, someone, anything to save her. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Lizzie! Huh? Here! <sighs> a small figure in a dark robe appears from the corner of her eye, thrusting something at her. Her wand! She raises it high, aiming it towards Carlo's face. Uh, uh, what? 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 Carlo pauses for a second. Just a second. But it's enough for Lizzie to find her inner quiet place. To calm herself and find her mother's voice. A calm voice. Her real mother. Then, she can channel the power of truth that works so well against the Fae Queen. A blue circle of light shoots out in front of Lizzie, pushing the light onto Carlo's face, making images flicker by showing him all that he is and all that he's done. This is what broke the Fae Queen, and this is what will break the spell the brainworm has cast on him. Or so Lizzie thinks. But instead, he smiles. <laughs> oh, darling, darling grandniece. You think the truth will hurt me, but I told you already. I know what I am. And I am proud of it. I was just born bad. He raises the horn again, and as she struggles to move, the doors to the grand chamber burst forth. Hey! That horn belongs to my friend Kyle, and he wants it back. <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. As Garrett's words ring out in the chamber, Carlo's attention is broken for just a moment. A moment long enough to give Kyle the opening he needs. I don't think so! In a blink, Garrett is standing next to Kyle in the inner ring, brandishing their fairy sword. Uh -uh, no goblins in the circle, not unless you'd like to be skewered! The goblins hesitate only a moment before they descend on Garrett. Garrett dodges, weaves, moving so fast they're nearly a blur. 
Garrett's not hurting the goblins. They're slicing their spears in half, cleaving their swords, leaving them disarmed even as they mob them. There are so many goblins and just one weasel. Any moment, Garrett will be overwhelmed. And then Lizzie looks to where Carlo is standing back up, his hands balled up into two burning fists, about to throw them at Kyle. No! Lizzie! No! Lizzie grabs the unicorn horn, Kyle's horn, and in one smooth movement, hurls it towards Carlo. She never was much at playing catch in school, but in this moment, the horn flies true. That's not how it was supposed to work. Carlos spins around to stare at his grandniece, stunned. His glowing red burning fists fizzle, and he sinks to his knees, looking at his chest in puzzlement. Carlos' blood spills onto the symbols meticulously laid out on the floor. And as it does, the ring starts to glow. And it's at that moment Lizzie realizes she's been focusing on the wrong bad guy all along. This, this, this won't work. It can't work. You said I needed a child. Emotionally, you're a child, Carlo. You weren't well enough. We had a deal. I was to be emperor. I was to be a god. How <laughs> mortals think that? You promised me. You promised me! I only promised one thing! That you would be mine in the end. And then, so fast Lizzie can hardly register, the Queen Brain Worm dives down and swallows Carlo whole. The mother brainworm turns to look at Lizzie, speaking from its mouth ringed with teeth upon teeth upon teeth upon teeth. Mm. Thank you, Lizzie. You made this very easy for me. The ring of blood around them flashes fire. The center of the floor opens up, and a door is open to another world. Lizzie's world and the mother brainworm slithers through. Carlos' threat might be extinguished, but what he had planned may pale in comparison with the brainworm has in mind. Trapped inside Carlos' castle, do Lizzie and her friends have any ability to stop the destruction of the human realm? We'll find out next time here on Undertow. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The Well was written, directed, and produced by Fred Greenhalgh. Executive producer, William DeFries. Associate producer, Casey Turner. Script consultant, Kat Howard. Sensitivity consultant, Elena Fernandez-Collins. You heard Marie Lane as Lizzie. 
Shannon Campbell as the storyteller, Dustin Tucker as Kyle the Goat, Ella Moak as Garrett the Weasel, Casey Turner as the mom, Cherie, Kim Dakin as Grandma Nora, Peter Burkrod as Uncle Carlo, Karen Lund as Aunt Debbie, Dalton S. Kimball and Gary Hauger as the Wargs and Goblin Soldiers, Gregory Hauger as Young Carlo and Additional Goblins, Burke Brimmer as Dr. Bronson, Carrie Loomis as Nurse Carly, William DeFries as Giant, Goblin Supplicant, and Goblin Elder, Dylan Chestnut as Goblin Kid, Rachel Flanger as the Brainworm, James Herrera as Goblin Wizard, Tony Riley as Goblin Warrior, and additional voices by the cast. Recorded by Fred Greenhalge on location at the Dear Old Farm in Berwick, Maine, and at Mind's Eye Productions in South Portland, Maine, both of which are traditional territory of the Wabanaki Confederacy. Assistant Director, Casey Turner. Production Assistant, Jessica Rainville. Dialogue Editing by Grace Waldron. Sound Design by Rory O'Shea. Additional Sound Effects by Mind's Eye Productions. Main Theme, World Tree Theme, and Carlos Theme by Peter Van Riet. Original Score by Frank Schulmeyer. Special thanks to the Kasten family, dedicated to Niera and Shandwin. May you never forget the road to Fay. The Well is a Dagaz Media production. Dagazmedia.com. Undertow is a production of Realm, hosted by Fred Greenhold, produced by Mary Hazadoli, associate produced by Nicole Kreuter, executive produced by Fred Greenhold, Molly Barton, and Marcy Wiseman. Original theme by Hubert Campbell. Find more shows like Undertow by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm. Realm is your portal to another world. Listen away. <laughs>